0: Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kreath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. Uh, let's go around our virtual table and get a reminder of everyone who's playing today. Damian, why don't you start?
1: All right, hello, everyone. I'm Damian Travers. I am your friendly neighborhood blacksmith and apparently meat shield for the party, and Gia hurt me last session well, Gia ruined my kill My moment last session <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so upset She blew up those zombies in front of me
0: <laughs> Damien you forgot to let Jeremy talk again
1: Who is this Jeremy? Hi everybody I'm Jeremy I am Damien's player <laughs> uh, And Emma's previous DM It's still kind of her DM From time to time
0: Indeed and I assure you he gets plenty of revenge of all the shit that I have pulled on Damien in those campaigns. Speaking of, Gia!
2: Hi! <laughs> I'm never paying attention until Emma says my name, and then I remember where I am. I'm Gia! I am playing uh, Chatwin Darcy Reborn Sorcerer.
0: Alrighty. Nathan?
3: Uh, hi, I'm Nathan. I play Rubo, uh, fuckboy extraordinaire and red pun master.
0: (laughs) Indeed. If you're wondering why I was laughing during the intro, you know who to blame now. Me? Yes, you. (laughs) And last but not least, Andrew. Yes, uh,
4: enter witty introduction here. But yes, I'm Andrew, playing the Thu, reborn lizardfolk druid and cleric of their star-related subclasses.
0: And what sparkly, starry subclasses they are.
2: You really went multi-class, multi-race. You just can't make up your mind, can you?
4: I mean, there's just so many fun things to choose from. <laughs> why, why limit yourself? Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, know
3: you gotta ball out. When you're, when you're a DM most of the time, you gotta ball out when you can.
4: That is true. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: As I realized before, I have gathered a party of all DMs I guess I'll find out how much of a mistake that was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're in for a treat, lass.
4: It just means that there's extra levels of creativity here.
1: Us all being DMs also means that there's absolutely no reason we shouldn't know that sometimes you gotta run away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Anyway, last time, our merry band of adventurers left the town of Ivanborough behind and headed deeper into the sparkling grove the mysterious forest that no one can fully enter. Their next destination was the Triple M Monastery, a holy place dedicated to the god of nature and civilization, Morikyo. However, instead of being met with monks, the party was met with bodies in the courtyard and zombies in the building itself. And in the courtyard. Um, with the zombies now taken care of thanks to the wonderful work of Thael Thu and his turn on dead ability along with an unexpected thunder wave from Damien that everyone seems to think is Chatwin's doing, we return to the front entrance of the monastery to our party oh yes, I forgot so we are retconning things a little so as a party of all DMs We all did some digging following last session and our little Thunderwave debate. And Jeremy Crawford, the writer of the Player's Handbook and all the rules in the Player's Handbook, has stated that the 15-foot cube does not have to be centered on the individual casting it, but it is a 15-foot cube that the player can place themselves essentially wherever on the outside edge of that cube they would like to. So that is the ruling that we're going with, and we're going to retcon the fact that Chatwin and Thelthu were also caught in that blast.
2: We didn't get the shit kicked out, kicked out of nope.
0: us. Nope,
3: just Rubo. Hooray. Right. Rubo still got blasted.
2: Yeah, because fuck Rubo.
3: <laughs> Rubo's used to doing the blasting, not getting blasted.
0: Anyway, now you and May all have rain to roleplay. Ow!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damien's gonna look back at Chatwin and be like, I had it! Come on! I was I was about to actually do something!
2: I'm, like, standing in the doorway. I look down at my hands. I look back up at Damien. Sure. I just turn
1: around and I go back inside. <laughs> <laughs> Looks over at Reuben like, can you believe that? I dare yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Now I'm angry. Angry? You hit me! <laughs> I didn't hit you, Chatwin hit you. How did Chatwin hit you? It blasted out of your shield. I thought they just exploded when I took a swing at him.
3: I don't know, man. All I know is I was standing here, you thrust your shield towards me, and all of a sudden, it's like I got hit by 50 people at one time.
1: Damien looks at the shield that he dropped on the ground and is like, Ah, uh, is your head hurting? I'm pretty sure I tried to punch it.
3: Yeah. It is hurting because like something blew up in front of me. Apparently,
1: that's what I was saying. I think Chatwin like blew them up when I went to go hit him. Oh,
3: I don't know if if Chatwin did it. Then fuck Chatwin. This doesn't feel good. And you'll see, I start kind of like rubbing my like temples. And you see, like a little bit of light, kind of like emanating out of my hands. I'll lay on hands on myself. Alrighty.
1: Would you need me to carry you? Is it hurting pretty bad?
3: No, no, I'm feeling okay now. Oh,
1: all right.
2: Uh, Can I go ahead and... There was a room where the last... Um, one of the other zombies was that I broke into and demolished. Mm-hmm. Could I just go take a look around that room? See what's in there, anything of interest? Sure, go ahead and make me an investigation check. Mostly, I'm hoping that these monks were the um, enlightened sorts and they had a library or something. I don't know. <laughs> (laughs) But anything fascinating Uh, that is 14 on the die. What is my investigation? Uh, Dirty 20.
0: With a dirty 20, you step back into that room where you demolished the zombie previously. I'm assuming it was the one to the right of the owl statue.
2: Yes, to the right um, as you walk in the front door. Okay. The one that I was last in.
0: I say owl, but it's actually an owl bear. Getting a closer look, now that the zombie is now in a heap on the ground, you see that it's basically just a storage room. There's like what seems to be piles of dirty clothes. This is probably where whoever does the laundry puts the dirty laundry before it gets washed. Some piles of boxes that look like they're crates that you see some writing scrawled on them that says things like oranges or produce or dried meat. And then... There are various piles of... There's a pile of what looks to be soil in the corner, some hay or straw.
2: Could I go ahead and just kick over the zombie's body? I want to do a quick scan over and see if there's any obvious, like, bite marks or anything of the sort. Okay.
0: Yeah, you roll him over and you start looking him over. You don't see any human bite marks like you did on the body's outside. However you do see that same puncture wound that looks like fangs in the leg. Very similar to the ones that you encountered outside.
2: Okay, this is uh, maybe a bit far-fetched, but in my experience with cadavers and uh, some would say dissection, uh, could I examine the two puncture marks, see if there's any sort of venom that was maybe injected into the leg in the bite that's something of the sort that may be left behind in the leg some sort of venom or ichor that would be obvious that i would be able to find maybe that would be left behind in the flesh
0: make me a medicine check
2: okay it sucks that my wisdom is so low for medicine checks what is my medicine uh that's good oh that was uh, 16 though
0: With a 16 you start with your initial like just looking over the wound you can't see any venom but having worked with some cadavers that were bitten by venomous snakes before you start kind of squeezing at the bite area bite site Hmm. I don't know what to call it exactly. And you see a little bit of, along with the blood that kind of oozes out, you do see a little bit of a liquid that's kind of separated from it that appears to be, like, the venom.
2: Uh, I very quickly get, I have a little set of alchemist supplies. I'm going to very quickly get that out and get out a small glass vial and get in some of that venom and blood. Um, I probably can't separate them now. I can separate them later. But get that in the vial and stop it and just kind of shake it a bit and hold it up to the light. Ah. All right, I'll tuck that away Theo, Theo, and walk out.
4: Mm, uh, yes?
2: Did you find anything interesting? I found this. I'll hand you the little beaker that I got, the little vial.
4: I'll take it and just go, what is this exactly?
2: So I think the ones in here were the first ones to be infected by whatever caused these bite marks on their legs, and consequently bit the ones that are outside. They made it as far as outside before they collapsed and succumbed to the bites, and then rose up when we got here. But they were dead for a little while, so... It's more a matter of finding out what bit these ones inside that initially caused this spread. Um, finding out if it's dead, if it's still a danger to us, if it's a person that has moral codes. That would be even worse. Uh, something along those lines. I figure later, if we, if we don't figure it out now, later I could probably separate the venom from the blood and get us some sort of lead with that. Do you
4: think it might be the snake we killed or something like it?
2: That snake was pretty big, but then again, that was not usual behavior of a snake, right?
4: Not that I know of, no. I don't know,
2: maybe it had babies whose bites turned people to zombies?
4: There were the eggs, I believe, and scraps of the cloth, if I remember correctly.
2: It could have been looking over something that wasn't a snake that had venom that could do this, but... It's, it's a possibility I'm keeping open, yes? I'll probably defer to you, though. You're more of a nature guy than I am.
1: I'll do my best to help. Might I ask a question? Hmm? If the little snakes can turn people into that, what about all the dead creatures in the tree?
2: I notice you come inside, Damien. Uh, (laughs) that's, That's the part of the reason why I'm hesitant to stay, say it was the snake that did it, not just because the size of the bite and the size of the snake but the previous behaviors of the snake show that the snake was not turning people into things it was eating them. This was uh, precise um, this was not a creature that wanted to eat them, this was a creature that landed one bite, just enough to turn them and it was on the leg so it was probably something that they didn't expect, something along the floor. <sighs>
3: I I have a quick question, and before anyone laughs at me, just consider. How do we know this isn't a sex thing?
4: But how does that make sense?
3: If you've been some of the places I've been, it doesn't always make sense. I don't... Don't those
2: types of things usually pertain to... uh, The bite marks would be somewhere other than the calf, probably. Okay. Uh, please don't elaborate further, Rubo. I understand that look in your eyes right now, but I don't- I don't want to be spoken.
1: (laughs) Fine. As someone who's quite proficient in that, I- I've never seen it do anything like this before.
2: I'm sorry, Damien, repeat.
1: (laughs) Uh, I- I- I said as someone who is quite proficient, I do have two children, I've never seen anything like this come out of it.
3: You had two kids, doesn't that make you bad at sex?
1: I like to think it makes me pretty damn good at it.
3: Huh. I never thought about it that way. (coughs) Uh, I'm just
2: staring (laughs) at the floor and thinking to myself, why are men like this? Um.
0: (laughs) A voice chimes in in the back of your head and goes, I am a centuries old being. When you figure it out, please let me
2: know. I'm suddenly feeling just the weight of testosterone around me. I hadn't really connected it before, but holy fucking shit.
3: I think Rubo's, like, looking Damien up and down. He's like, I bet you did pretty good in your day.
1: I mean, she stuck around.
3: I've raised my fist up to fist bump you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He fist bumps you.
4: (laughs) Is is now really the time for such talks? We... We just killed some once living beings.:
2: Right, Failfu. Yeah <laughs> I, I don't have any follow-up to what you just said. I'm just taking it as an opportunity to change the subject um, to be transparent. <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's look around the temple some more, right? I'll link arms with fail i will go. That's okay.
3: <laughs> I go, let' check let's check out those doors over there. We haven't been in there.: Oh, right.: And I'll, I'll approach this the door that's like uh, away from the entrance. Is it locked?
0: You try it, and no, it is not locked.
3: Okay. Can I sneakily swing the door open, try to peek in there without anyone noticing me opening if there's anyone over there?
0: Uh, Roll me a stealth check, please.
3: Can do. Disadvantage because of my heavy armor. That bounced out of my dice tray. Okay, that is a stealth. is So it's a 15.
0: With a 15, you manage to slowly push this wooden door open. And you peek into what seems to be a large prayer room. There are plain benches lining three of the four walls of the room. The back wall is completely bare. And all of them surround this round dais that sports a large tree growing up out of it and through a hole carved in the ceiling. The lower branches splay out under the stone as if to hold it up like a column would in the center of a a room. And at its base, three carefully placed stone platforms surround the tree, each holding a lantern and a thin prayer mat. Currently, each one of those also holds a zombie, which is... None of them have noticed you. They're all mesmerized by this yellow glow that's still going on with these lanterns.
3: Okay, I will just slowly close the door back a little bit and go... Uh, in a whispered tone, I'll go, Damien, there's three zombies by this tree that's straight ahead of us, maybe 15 feet. I can probably take one. If you want to try to get a second one, and I'll turn back to the Althu and Chatwin and say, you guys want to just clean up if we if we don't take one down and try to focus on the third one?
4: All right. That sounds like a plan.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh should, should yeah, I have something. I have a few things I could use.
3: Damien, I'll take the one on the left. If you take the one on the right, and we'll see if they can either clean up if we don't finish it, or take that third one. It's a third one's kind of on the right, also.
1: All right, try, try not to get hurt. Don't, don't blast me. <laughs> on your
4: mark, I'm going in. Oh, wait one one moment. This may help you. Uh, and he offers his hand to Rubo
3: I very slowly, and tentatively reach out for your arm,
4: and he's just gonna say, uh, "May the stars guide you." And I'm giving you vigilant blessing. You have advantage on your in- next initiative roll.
3: Ooh, tingly. I'll just nod. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, I guess I'll be I'll be ready, and I'll uh, I'll hold up a count of three, and kind of just nod at Damien and start counting down from three to just burst into the room.
1: Yep. Damien's going to wait to charge at the the nearest monster.
0: On three, you burst into the room, and the zombies all kind of go, and turn to look up at you as you charge into this prayer room. Everybody roll me some initiative, please.
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: Did anybody get a 20 or above?
3: Uh, Rubo got a 20.
0: Awesome, awesome. 15 or above?
4: Yep, I got a 17.
1: Uh, I got a 16.
0: Damien, you got a 13, correct?
1: That would be correct.
0: Alrighty. Everybody rolled well today. Sorry, please hold while your old-fashioned DM writes things in a physical notebook.
1: (laughs) Psh,
2: who writes shit anymore? But anyway. So... We will start at
0: the top of the round with Rubo.
3: Sweet.
0: You have three zombies.
3: Three zombies. I'm going to take the one on the left. Like I said, I'm going to charge right in on this guy. Um, Do I get advantage or like, or like not advantage, like sneak attack because I'm charging in on him. I have the element of surprise.
0: Yeah. I would say since they weren't expecting you, you can have advantage for this one.
3: Perfect. That is a 18 to hit.
0: 18 hits?
3: Perfecto. Oh my god. That is nine points of damage. Alrighty. With the with the sneak attack. And then I will offhand with my bonus action make an attack also. Alright. Which is a 16 to hit. That hits. And that is.. That's just the dice damage, right? On the offhand attack, I am still getting used to playing a rogue.
0: Yes, I believe so.
3: Like, it's not the bonus? Yeah, you don't add your modifier. Just do the die, uh, which is a four. That's actually good. So 13 points damage in total.
0: It looks like it's hurting as you come across with your knives. One, I don't know where you're aiming.
3: I will not say for the dick. (laughs) You no, know, that's the first thing that came to mind. Uh just, just oh, boy. for the head. That's I mean, not I'm not making like a targeted shot at its head, but like I did say earlier mm-hmm. that we gotta hit these zombies in the brain.
0: That is fair. Yeah. You go to try and stab it but end up slashing this big gash across the face. Oh, they got uglier! <laughs> And then come back with the offhand and actually take off the tip of the nose for the zombie. And all it does is kind of stare at you and you hear a very nasal.
3: It looks like Voldemort, although I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if that
0: is your turn, good sir.
3: Yeah, that's my turn.
0: Then we shall move on to Felthu. Yeah,
4: I'm going to step on forward through the door. Is there enough space to stand behind these benches that are facing the tree?
0: Uh, I would say it would be a tight squeeze, but you could do it if you
3: wanted to.
4: Well, in that case, probably not. Um, yeah, I'll just stand. Well, I don't want to block the door. Take a uh,
3: Get on the bench.
4: <laughs> can I stand? Yeah, I was going to say, can I stand on the bench?
0: Yes, you can stand up on the bench.
4: Then I shall. I guess he's on the bench. Uh, and then I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. I'm presuming I still have a clear shot at one of the zombies on the prayer mats. Yes, you do. Then, yes, I will cast Guiding Bolt at first level.
0: Cast that Guiding Bolt. Uh,
4: that is an 8 plus, I believe it's
0: 5.
4: Uh, yes, plus 5. 4 is out of 13, I believe. That hits. Alrighty. And we double-tag the damage. Uh, 1 plus 5 is 6, plus 6 is 12. Uh, Plus three is 15 radiant damage, and if it's still a living, the next attack roll made against it has advantage before the end of my next turn, as it is dimly lit, as he stands on the bench and procures a star, kind of spacey-looking javelin and chucks it at it. And the one that was, I was aiming at the one closest to me, kind of on the right-hand side.
0: Yeah, and you watch as this um, starry javelin kind of sails through the air and impales itself right in the chest of this zombie. It looks down at it, kind of does one of those confused little noises, and then starts trying to pull at the javelin as it's stuck in there, but only ends up creating a bigger hole in its chest and finally stops and just kind of resigns itself to the fact that it's, that Javelin's going to be sitting there for a minute before turning its sights on you. It's looking kind of rough.
4: I mean, if it's looking at me, I'm going to spend the rest of my movement, I believe I have at least at least another 15. I'm going to shimmy up along this side wall. Stand up. Actually, I'll stand one five feet. I'll stand behind Rubo on the bench. <laughs> uh, get, a, get a little more space.
3: I'm not much of a shield, just say no.
4: Oh, I don't expect you to be one. Uh, not like that.
3: My feelings are hurt, but only a little.
4: I, I'm not trying to use you as a shield.
3: Well, why not? I mean, I could be. I could.
4: I, um, if, if, I suppose if you're, you are shielding me from that one, I suppose. I'm <laughs> just going kind to of gesture the one you're actively fighting.
3: Let's <laughs> just, just look back at the one I'm fighting. <laughs> Awkward interaction. Uh, that'll be my turn.
2: Then we shall move on to Chatwin. Okay, so there are the ones that Thealthu and Ru- the one that Thelthu and Rubo are ganging up on, and then there's two to the right. Correct?
0: Actually no. Rubo attacked the one to the uh to the left, and then Thelthu ended up attacking this one on the right before moving towards the one on the left. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. There's still one more that is further towards the back wall that is, um, unharmed. But the one that is closer to the door on the right side has a starry javelin sticking out of its chest. And the one on the left is the one that Rubo and Thelthu are standing in front of.
2: Okay. Can I run up towards the tree and kind of standing behind the trunk? closer to Rubo, um, just take a shot at the one that has been unharmed as of yet. Absolutely, you may. Uh, these are shitty little zombies, they don't need that much. I will just go ahead and send a firebolt at it, pull a (laughs) little marble of swirling flame from my sleeve and just chuck it at this thing. Alrighty. Let's see, what is that? Um, That is an 8 plus 6 is 14 to hit. That hits. Oh, nice. I was not hopeful. (laughs) Okay, great. So that is 1d10. Ooh, that is going to be 9 points of fire damage. And that is, I have like 5 feet of movement left. And I don't really have a bonus action that I can do other than activate my aura but I don't think I need to do that right now yeah I believe that is it for me just throwing a bit of fire at this guy
0: and you watch as his face and clothes are singed and what already looked like slightly decayed skin though these guys haven't been dead for very long Um, zombies tend to take on that naturally decayed look has now become singed, decaying skin. Ooh. And he's kind of just looking around for the source of whatever fire has now caused him to look like a burning piece of charcoal with eyes and a mouth.
2: (laughs) I laugh a bit and then remember I'm squishy and duck behind the trunk that I was already standing partially behind. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we
0: move to the zombie's turn. Oh, God. So that one on the left is going to uh, take a swing at you, Rubo. That is a 17 to hit.
3: 17 does hit.
0: All right. So the zombie kind of, like, loosely swings its arm and ends up hitting you over the head with its forearm for... Five points of bludgeoning damage.
3: Oh fuck, even the zombie's stronger than I am.
0: <laughs> the other one on the right is going to go ahead and start ambling its way towards you.
2: Rubo. I'm like behind the tree trunk as it shuffles past me towards Rubo. we like
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Chowin? Chowin!
2: Uh uh
3: good
0: luck, friends! <laughs> He's gonna. That one is going to take a swing at you, Rubo. Does a 16 hit?
3: A 16 also hits, that's my armor class.
0: Alrighty. And that one's not as bad. It only catches you, like, on the arm for three points of bludgeoning damage.
3: Okay, hey, fuck this. I don't want to run in anymore.
4: <laughs> You're doing a very good job as a shield.
3: That's really nice.
2: Believe in yourself, Rubo. I call from my position hiding by the tree trunk.
1: Okay.
0: As the third one is kind of looking around. Chatwin, go ahead and make me a stealth check real quick. Just to see how well hidden you are behind this trunk. As it's starting to look around for where it's supposed to head.
2: Mm. Two! Uh, I add shit to that, but my dex isn't that good, so... Oh, I'm per- Oh, five. <laughs> Well, good thing you add
0: shit to that because the zombie also rolled a two. (laughs) Yeah, he starts looking around, kind of looks at the tree. You hear a little for a minute and think it might be headed towards you. And then you hear it shuffle away from you and in the direction
2: of Damien.
3: (laughs) Chat, I swear to God, if this one comes over here.
2: I'm very tempted for a moment to call attention, so it comes towards Rubo.
0: (laughs) Very tempted. (laughs) Damien, this one is also going to take a swing at you. That is definitely not going to hit, though, because that's a six. And I know your armor class is more than a (laughs) six.
3: Chunky armor, man, of course.
1: Yeah, it, it is quite a bit higher than that.
0: Yeah, so you watch as it kind of, like... Swings its arm forward, almost kind of like a limp noodle, as if it doesn't really have control of the limb, and you just kind of lazily lift your shield a a bit and block it as it kind of stares at you with its empty eyes as we go to you, Damien.
1: Damien's just going to kind of look at the whole scene that plays out before he could get in there and is just like, oh, damn it. (laughs) And he's just going to walk right past this zombie. (laughs)
0: Take the attack of opportunity.
1: I'm not going to leave his threat zone. I'm just going to walk right around him, grab the other one that's next to Rubo, and try to (laughs) sling it over here like I did last time and put myself between them, zombies, and Rubo, who seems to be like prime zombie food or something.
3: I am very tasty. (laughs) Indeed.
0: Uh, I believe that is athletics or acrobatics for grapple check, please. Good, sir.
1: That's a 17 plus athletics, which is plus four. So 21.
0: Yeah, that definitely beats the 11 the zombie rolled. So you sling it like a sack of potatoes.
1: Yep. And then I step between him, and it's like, all right, come on. I got more meat on my bones than he does. Thanks, dad. Damien.
3: no did you just call him dad no i called him
1: damien (laughs) Damien. anyway that's all he's got
0: they kind of (sighs) back at you eagerly ready to dive at their potential new meal which is definitely not how that's going to work out
3: The truth through all that metal.
0: Rubo, as you go to take your next swing, you hear this faint whistling sound come from the corner. And all of a sudden, you see out of what appear to be like, this building is made of brick. And you can see some places where things are more sort of chipped away at than others. From the brick, you see a group of rats emerge. And they head over to the zombie that you were working on and start nibbling on
3: its legs. Ah, 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 ah! All right. <laughs> Get them, little dudes. Chatwin. <laughs> Pop off, little
0: buddies.
3: <laughs> I, I just look over at Chatwin squealing and I'm like, this... This is what does it for you?
2: (laughs) The leg, leg, the bite.
0: And you actually watch as these rats, within a matter of seconds, completely gnaw through the flesh and part of the bones from the legs of this zombie to the point where it starts teetering over and falls to the floor, the bones cracking, as they can no longer support the weight of this creature. It is still alive, but barely. Oh. As we
3: go to you. Do these rats look, I don't know, like they're going to bite me?
0: They don't seem focused on you. No.
3: Interesting. Hmm. These rats have changed the game. Chatwin? I'll look over my Should i Should I just let the rats do their job? If they're hungry, I don't want to starve them.
2: Uh, the leg, the bite... The legs, the bites, Rubo, the bites on the legs!
3: I can't bite that rat's leg, I'm sorry.
2: The brat, don't let the rats bite you, the bites on the first zombie's legs. Oh.
3: Um, okay. Uh, I will bonus action disengage from the zombie. Cause he's still alive, right? Yes. And then I will move back and I'm gonna get up on this bench.
0: Alrighty. You get up on the bench.
3: That's, like, behind me. I'm going to get on the bench that's, like, uh, adjacent, like, next to the Althu. So, not on the same bench as the Althu. Because he's already up on a bench, right? So.
0: Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. You are up on a bench, good sir. Anything else? Or is that it?
3: I think I should do something. Um, I'm going to throw a dagger at, with my regular action, at the zombie closest to the tree. Fighting Damien.
4: Okay. You should also have advantage, because that was the one with the lance, I believe. Or the uh, guiding bolt.
3: Perfect. Then I will... The javelin stabbed through it. If I have advantage, I get sneak attack on that? Yes, you do. Sweet. That is a uh, 14 hit. So not great, but... That hits. Sweet. That is a 4 on that d4. And... A six on the uh, max damage, so super good. That is twelve points of damage.
0: Oof-da. the floor is yours, good sir. How do you want to end this zombie's
3: miserable undead life? I'm I'm s- scrambling back from the rats, Ooh. and I'm like, uh, uh, okay, um, and I'll just look over at Damien, who's like got two on him now, and I'm like, don't worry, da- Damien, and I'll th- throw a dagger, and it just <laughs> nails this thing in the back <laughs> of the head.
0: Yep, yeah, and Damien, you watch as the zombie in front of you falls to the ground, a knife in the back of its head.
3: Will you get that out for me? I don't want to touch it. I appreciate it. What are
1: we doing about all little creatures?
0: I got it.
3: With
1: fire.
0: <laughs> Kill it with fire, as <laughs> always. What makes you think
2: that? Don't <laughs> You are up.
4: Yeah, I mean, first he's going to call out, are, are we sure they're the cause of this?
3: I'm not sure of anything.
2: I'm not going to wait around and find out.
4: Well, at least I'm going to try to find out. Could I attempt to make some sort of perception or some sort of check from this distance or should I, would I need to get closer to see if these are diseased in any way?
0: You could make a perception check from where you are.
4: Okay. Would it be easier if I were to get closer to them? Because I'm not opposed.
0: The DC would be lower if you were closer, yes.
4: Okay, then I, I will move.
3: Dang. The Altho's brave as heck. Yeah.
2: Uh, th- Alto, I haven't made an anti-venom yet. But...
4: It's fine. It's poison disease doesn't matter. Um,
3: oh, he doesn't have real legs, so they can't really bite.
2: Oh shit, you're right.
4: And yeah, um, <laughs> disease is nothing. Um, what was it?
3: I I don't know that, but I just assume he's not scared because he doesn't have real legs.
2: I fully forget that we're
0: undead. Um, was it? Wait, does that mean I should have...
4: All Reborn gives you is um, advantage against poison and disease, I believe. It's not immunity, I think.
2: Yeah. We have advantage against disease and being poisoned and resistance to poison damage. Gotcha. Uh,
4: Also, was it a a perception or a medicine you wanted me to make?
0: Uh, Perception.
4: All right, so it is a 19.
0: You get closer to these rats wanting to sort of see for yourself whether or not they are actually responsible for this before chatwin kills them with fire as she had said and you start looking and these don't look like diseased rats to you they actually look rather healthy as if someone has been feeding them aside from the bit of blood on their teeth uh you remember taking a look at some of the bite marks outside Especially the fang marks. These rats don't have any like irregularities in their teeth or any fangs to speak of that would have caused this venomous bite.
4: Okay. Then he will call out, no, it's not the rats. They did not cause this. They're helping, but I don't think they should be eating that, and I'd like to cast Thorn Whip on this guy.
3: They still nod through a zombie's leg.
4: It is terrifying. I, I will give it that.
0: <laughs> is there a save I need to make for that, or is that an attack?
4: Uh no sorry it's it's a melee spell attack and I I rolled a twenty
0: amazing ooh I am assuming you can get more than a one with that
4: it is a d6 and then I pull it ten feet closer to me so yes
0: <laughs> all right floor is yours good sir I hate to rob you of your crit but
4: <laughs> <laughs> no no it's it's fine it's a cantrip I mean he just would be creating a star <laughs> star lasso and just pulling it and yanking this thing ten feet closer to me. So probably like next to me away from these rats and just saying, no, don't eat that. They're... It's not healthy.
1: Yee-haw!
3: yee through the cowboy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he wears many hats.
0: Indeed he does. And as you shout that the rats kind of watch as you yank this zombie towards you. And as it falls on the floor at your side where you had pulled it to you realize that the thorny vine, the thorny star vine or star lasso that you, um, that you released has torn through the entire torso of this thing. Ooh. As it falls apart next to you, the head kind of hits the tile on the floor with a sickening crack. And you watch the skull split open and the entirety of the body just stop moving.
4: Oh.
3: Yo, that was brutal.
4: But you said I, I cut it in half? So is the bottom half still there?
0: No, it would have happened...
4: As I pulled it towards.
0: Yeah, so it wouldn't have stayed right there. It would have still kind of... The momentum yeah. of the pull would have still brought it to you. I gotcha. It just would have been a mess of guck.
4: That's that's fine. I'm I i, I, I I'm concerned for the rats. I'm going to then just use reverse movement to step forward and attempt to prevent the rats from eating the body. Alrighty. And that is my turn. Oh wait, actually, I can do this. I'm going to bonus action because so I casted a cantrip and I can still cast a spell. I'm going to bonus action healing word Rubo and say, you did a good job as a shield.
3: Oh, thanks.
4: And that is a d4 plus my spell casting. So eight.
0: Alrighty. Sweet, that helps. And Rubo, you as the starry constellations on his arms begin to glow you begin to feel a bit more refreshed and the pain in your head is not nearly as prevalent
4: actually i was wrong it's uh six i was using my spell attack not modifier it is six nutty
3: well now i'm suffering <laughs> six is not enough
0: <laughs> The two hp man the two hp makes all the difference but <laughs> no, chatwin we move to you
2: uh i i the rats And I run around the tree trunk (laughs) I'm gonna head over towards I can move, I'll move about 15 feet in Damien's direction, just enough I'm trying to stay out of melee range of this last zombie that he's fighting Mm -hmm. and uh, just get around to where I can face it more head on and I'll just I'll just blast (laughs) Alrighty, roll the hit Ooh, 17 plus 6 21 That hits Hell yeah! And ooh, that is ten points of damage.
0: Yeah, you watch as this.
2: How are you flavoring the eldritch blast again? So I think I think it varies in my head. I think right now it's like a shadowy kind of clawed. It looks like a, a person's arm and hands, but burn. like scorched so the skin is blackened from like fire and it's like a spectral image of that hand kind of (laughs) of bursting out of my palm and grabbing this thing by the head and slamming its head against the wall (laughs) uh yeah so you uh
0: you all watch as this scorched charred spectral hand kind of appears out of chatwin's own hand extends forward to Damien where your other target is standing grabs this thing by the top of the head, claws digging into the temples and quickly like slams it against the brick wall and it bounces off almost like a tennis ball and you see it kind of sway there for a minute. It's just kind of barely going It sort of teeters for a moment but is still standing Ah! and Santa Vex, like damn I wanted to down it in one blow
2: you bitch Uh, (laughs) to the zombie well I mean well it could be
0: argued that I am a bitch too but that is besides the point
2: (laughs) yes fuck you (laughs) ah I don't think I can do anything else. Uh, my aura isn't going to do shit. So the spectral scorched hand slapped its head into the wall. And I'm just standing there with my hands up afterwards. oh shit. That's the end of my turn. <laughs> and we come
0: around to the zombie who, still teetering, notices that you're still there, Damien, and tries to make a swing at you. That is a 17 to hit.
1: That will not hit.
0: I figured.
1: I am big armored machine, man. Not really machine, but you know.
0: You watch as it, very disoriented, tries to take a swing at you, and you sidestep the hand with no problem. And it is your turn, good sir.
1: Yeah, Damien's just gonna be like, all alright, and he's gonna smash it with his hammer.
0: Already rolled a hit.
1: All right, that's gonna be a fifteen to hit. That hits. All right, that'll be a D eight. That'll be nine.
0: Floor is yours, good sir. How are you? I'm
1: just gonna crush its brains apart, its skull apart with my big hammer.
0: Yep. (laughs) You come down with this hammer and just thump. Where there was once a round head, there is now a bit of still shape with like the jaw, but the entire top of the head is now flat as a pancake. The thing doesn't even get a chance to cry out one more time. You just watch its eyes kind of roll back, or at least the one that didn't explode when it got smashed, and fall over with a thud.
1: Oh, that was a little disgusting.
0: You guys have reign of the room, as all the zombies are now deceased.
3: The rats are still chilling?
2: I jump up on the bench next to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the rats are are just chilling there. They realize there's... They kind of stop as the last body falls. Rather than moving to eat the bodies, they kind of look amongst themselves. Like, you hear a little bit of, like, rat chattering. And then... They turn back around and disappear into
2: the walls. Do they separate and disappear into the walls, or do they go as a group? They move as a group. Okay, I'm going to follow the group into the spot of the wall where they disappeared. Oh, no, 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 no. you come on. Okay.
4: Yeah, thank you. Uh, that was my exact idea. I would like to follow them.
3: Guys, don't get too close. Don't get too close.
0: They actually move to the opposite side of the room where they came out of and disappear into a couple holes in the wall near this cellar door that sits in the corner. Oh,
2: no, 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 no.
0: And there is a similar one on the opposite side
3: of the room. Maybe they were just hungry, guys. I don't know. No, they looked
4: well-fed. Could I wild-shape into a rat?
3: (laughs) Yes, you may.
4: (laughs) Uh, I checked. They are CR zero, which I believe is considered it's one four for less, I believe. I just want to double check. Uh yeah, max C R is one fourth. This is zero. Mm. Fractions work with that. Uh yes, I am a rat. What a little little starry rat.
2: Oh. Oh, he's, he's kinda cute. I give through a little scratch on the head. Look
3: at look at his little starry tail when you scratch him.
4: <laughs> and then he is off to, to, to track down the rats.
2: Oh, Filthu, <laughs> I don't want anything to happen to you. If you're going through the hole and you see that it leads down into uh, the cellar. Just uh, come out and give us a little squeak or something, and we'll follow down into the cellar to make sure you're not alone down there.
4: He will, he will squeak in response and, okay. and head on down and head on into the wall. All right. Rather.
2: I try to pry open the cellar while he's going in. Go ahead and make a strength check for me. Just so we're ready to go if he comes back for us.
0: But as she's making that roll, Thelthu, you dive into this set of tunnels within the brick walls and you do see that they sort of start descending downward and you appear what in what looks to be like a cellar there's various like wine bottles stored more boxes and barrels of what looks to be like food supplies and two monks kind of huddled in the corner very much alive and you see them kind of like whispering among themselves and one goes it's real quiet now uh should we go up and the other one goes i don't know pete i don't know if that means that they got eaten too or should we check and this this debate goes back and forth between the two for (laughs) however long you choose to sit there
4: it if i may have (laughs) i would like to to get somewhere on the floor.
2: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs>
4: and and end the wild shape as the six foot tall lizard folk appears in this basement <laughs> from the wall.
0: And...
2: <laughs> you hear two collective ah! uh, Upon hearing that scream, I throw the trap door open with a twenty one strength check as hard as I can and jump down into the cellar. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so you you actually break the rotting board that was oh,
2: blocking break, off
0: the cellar door.
2: I break the trap door off and jump down. So a six foot tall lizard folk followed by Eldrick's horror looking motherfucker
0: landing beside him. You don't necessarily break the door off. Okay. Um, there was like you know how um in. <laughs> Like, older doors, instead of having an actual lock, they'll just put a block of wood in front of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what they did to block the door, and you just break the block <laughs> of wood that was, like, keeping... that was meant to keep people from opening it. And, again, a collective... <laughs> ah! As... <clears throat> what happened? <laughs> oh,
4: don't worry, we're we're here to help, I, I believe. Unless you two caused the zombies, then I think we have some words.
0: You mean you're the one who was fighting the zombies up there?
4: Some of us or some of those who were.
2: Oh boy. You two can come down and join us if you like.
3: I think I'm standing next to Damien as that door gets ripped off and I'm like <laughs> oh, I should start working out. Do you have a workout regimen?
1: <laughs> I mean you could try to swing the hammer around and make some we could do we could make some horseshoes, that's a good workout.
3: Can I try to can I try to just take your hammer from you for a second?
1: Hands you his warhammer,
3: and I'm like, who just immediately hits the ground. <laughs> uh, I got a light one too. Okay, we'll we'll work on it. And then I hear Ch- Chatwin yelling, and I'm like, uh, yeah, let's let's just I just like lean the hammer back towards you, and I'm like, let's just get in the hole.
1: Just picks it up with one arm and continues. Comes over and is like, everything all right down there, altar, Chatwin
3: so
0: far for now
3: i think is it dark down there
0: there's more of you yes
3: it's oh yes is it dark down there
0: there is a lantern lit okay that is sitting kind of in front of them where they're both still huddled behind some boxes
3: i think i think anyway it's probably like if it's just a lantern it's probably still pretty dim mm-hmm. so i will like oh can i say that when i walk past towards the thing i grab my dagger that i threw out of that zombie too yes you can okay I'll just cast light on my dagger as, like, a little hand torch as I climb down the little ladder and, uh, come down there, like, shining it.
1: Damien's going to climb down the ladder carefully. And I'm like, I'm here. I would assume that the ladder doesn't hold a lot of weight.
0: It looks a little rickety, yeah.
1: He's gonna look at the ladder and be like, uh, you think I should wait up here? I'm wearing heavy armor.
3: How far down is it?
0: It's, like, ten feet down. It's. Not... I just jumped straight down.
3: Just jump, Damien. Yeah, it's fine.
1: All right, give me a second. He's going to take his hammer, and, like, t- or he's going to take his rope and tie his rope off to like the tree and dangle it down there so he can jump down.
2: Balls to your feet, Damien.
1: So this heavily armor-suited-up giant of a man fucking... <laughs> 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 the, w- the wind's blowing our clothes and hair back. <laughs> Anime style.
0: Are you you just...
1: Yes, he is going to jump down so he doesn't damage the ladder. Because if he breaks the ladder coming down, they can't get back up easily. I've seen how Rubo climbs a rope.
3: (laughs) I whisper to Chatwin and I'm like, I don't think his knees are as good. This jump might not go so well.
1: (laughs) It's 10 feet, so it's not not a lot.
0: No, not really. But it's still 1d6 for every 10 feet of fall damage, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I could take it. I, I can eat a D six if even if it's maxed out with no problem.
0: I was about to say you take six points as you twist an ankle nope. doing the superhero fall. I'm
3: like, oh, I hear I hear the crunch, and I'm like.
1: Oh, <laughs> he just stands up like nothing's wrong, and he's like, Ah, nice to meet you. I'm Damien. You two look a little less
3: dead.
0: I would hope so. Uh,
2: Peter.
3: I hold my bright shining dagger, and I'm like. Are we sure they're not dead?
2: One of my hands lights up in flames. Right. What are you doing down here? <laughs> hands at the ready.
1: I, right, right, calm down now. They look like they're alive. Mm. What's... They can talk? That's a lot better than going rah, rah, rah like the other things were.
0: We're very much alive, thank you. We ran away down here when all of our friends started turning into dead things.
1: Uh, do you know how that happened? I've never seen anything like that.
0: Oh.
1: Uh, uh, Rubo thinks it has something to do with um, intercourse.
0: Wilson intercourse?
3: <laughs> I'm just nodding. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you see... When I, 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 Rubo, Rubo, uh, two Rubo. Two people love Rubo. each other. Don't worry
1: about it. They don't need to know. Never mind.
2: <laughs> if I had known that's the sparkling grove and the areas surrounding was such an uneducated, backwards sort of place. I would have never put it on the list. Do you have a library here? Uh, we have one upstairs. Oh God! You
1: yeah, are not going alone, please.
2: If I, I, I'm not going yet. Absolutely not. But if I heard one more person ask me what the library was, I was, I was going, to, I was going to become very nuts. Nice. People
0: live around here without libraries. Mm-hmm. I, I was not aware. Which which town is this? Ivanborough, we fucked up the mayor. Well, good, that guy's kind of a twat. Right?
3: <laughs> I retract my dagger immediately when he says this.
2: I lower my hands. Fire goes
1: out. Uh, well, it's safe upstairs. for uh, Well, on the first floor. We haven't gone up. How many other people are here? Just so I have a rough idea of how many more dead things might half eat my friend over there. Points at Rubo.
0: There were about 15 or 16 of us the last time I checked.
1: Oh, we all, uh, cool. We already took care of like 12 of them, right? Looks over at Chatwin. Uh, one, two, three, one, 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 two, three, one. About eight. Uh, close enough. Great.
0: I was hoping more of us survived than that, but...
2: We still have yet to check upstairs. Fair enough. Uh, so what bits them?
0: Uh, snake. Hmm.
2: I, I I look at theo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, that's not good. You know, snake's another term for something sexually. So I'm not rolling it out yet. Ah, oh, goddammit, it, Rubel.
2: Was this like a very very big snake? Because the bite marks were somewhat small. Was it like a normal sized one? It was a
0: little bigger than normal. Actually, there were there were like three of them. I think.
2: Was it was it big like like a python or was it big like a tree trunk?
0: Neither they looked more like if you've ever seen I've only ever seen them in books, so I didn't even know they don't really live in this region. they live more in like the howling dunes area. You've seen a cobra, right? Oh yes, it looked more like a cobra, but longer
1: hmm. what's a cobra?
3: Have you never seen a cobra
1: no we we have grass snakes back home. I thought all snakes were the same until the giant one tried to eat chat one.
3: They're kind of like. Bigger snakes than your typical little guys, I suppose. I know there's, like, you know, snake charmers and things like that that, you know, play music and they kind of do little dances. They have, like, they look like they're wearing little hoods. It's kind of cute, but they're also snakes, so not.
2: We would occasionally get a few back on the aisle. You would have to get it with a stick to keep it away from you, sort of. Were they, like, giant cobras, or were they just, like, normal-sized But scary cobras. They
0: were definitely giant. They were much bigger than any book has said they were supposed to be.
4: Where did they come from? Did they just appear one day? Like, what exactly happened?
0: We're not entirely sure. We're thinking that one of the candidates brought them. Mm -hmm. So.
3: What's a candidate?
0: a, A candidate is essentially when you come to the monastery at first, you're not immediately accepted as a monk. All of us went through a candidacy where we declared that we wanted to serve this particular deity in a holy manner, and we became candidates and essentially shadowed the monks around here to see if this is the life that we wanted to lead before we started devoting ourselves to this life. We had a candidate show up a few days ago, and he seemed kind of off, but we kind of all just wrote it off as him being shy. And then all of a sudden, the other day, he came out of this, his room and these snakes slithered out after him. Now, we're not strangers to having animals around. We try to make this monastery a, as much of a cross between civilization and nature as we can. So the animals kind of come and go as they please, or if we call them, and he sort of like picks up a whistle. That's kind of, like, around his neck, like a necklace.
3: So did you call the rats?
0: Oh, yeah. We heard you guys up there, and we figured if somebody was in trouble, then maybe some of the animals could help.
1: Might I ask a question of why you called rats and not, like, bunnies? Or maybe something that's more capable of fighting? Like a wolf? Yeah, like a wolf. A wolf would have been really cool.
2: You think bunnies are more capable
1: than rats? No, but but bunnies are not as, um... Upsetting to look at? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, regardless, these... He holds up the whistle again. These help us speak to the animals. We can't necessarily just call out to whatever. It has to be something that's nearby. And the closest thing happened to be a rat. Oh. We are in the cellar, after all.
3: I put... Po- I- I point at Thealthu, and I'm like, this thing helps us speak to the animals.
4: That's actually a really good idea. I'm going to think about that as a concept. Um, right,
2: you ponder on that, though. Uh <laughs> Do you know what happened to this candidate? Not particularly.
0: Like I said, he, he walked out with these snakes, and they just kind of started slithering up to people and biting them. And then they got sick, and before we knew it, they were... We assumed that they died from some sort of venom, and we tried to confront the dude about it, but he just kind of laughed. It was really weird.
2: Oh, yeah, that sounds like a guilty person. And then
0: we were trying to treat them, and they died, and then they came back and started attacking us.
2: Did you create an anti-venom or something?
0: We don't have any alchemists here. We just, the closest thing we have is we create, like, holy water but that's just blessing it. That's yeah. not...
2: Could I get some holy water before we go? I, I, I'm going to try to... I I have a sample of my own of the uh, venom. I'm going to do what I can with it, but, you know, on my way out.
0: I
3: can see if the canter made some. Chatwin, do you think holy water is the best thing for you?
2: What do you mean? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> uh, did the candidates... Um... Uh, did he leave, or did he fall victim to the snakes as well, or... You, do you have any idea what happened to him?
0: We're not sure. We were tasked with helping bring down some of the um, people who got bit, so we didn't stick around to see what happened to him, but I know um, some of our uh, higher-ups were going to confront him.
2: And the rooms, they're upstairs?
0: Yes. You get upstairs, and it leads you into, like, the library common room area. And then there's the... The big room up there is where everyone sleeps. And then there's a couple doors off to the side for greenhouses.
1: Alright, well, I'm gonna go back up the ladder if y'all want to leave your cellar.
0: Oh, right. What bed was the candidate's? He got the... Actually, he took the one right by the door. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, I got another question. How many candidates were here? I know you said there are 15 of you. How many candidates are we looking at?
0: Oh, he was the only one for a little while. Some dude with brown hair and a ponytail brought him. He did say he was mute. Said he was his brother.
1: But he started to laugh. Mute people don't typically do that.
0: Yeah, we thought it was kind of odd, too.
1: Mm. Well, all right, then. I think we should at least go take a look. And I'll go in front. Please, Robo, don't run out in front of me. I'm not as fast as you are.
3: My bad. I I thought we could kind of time that out just right, but kind of botched it.
1: Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I'm just a little too slow. This The metal's a little heavy.
3: Yeah, it is. You see, like, I'm wearing heavy armor, too, and I'm like...
1: <laughs> I know, I know.
3: <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it?
2: Rubo, I really think you would do better with uh, better fitted armor, you know?
3: But would I be as safe?
2: I mean, I don't really wear any armor, so I just kind of stand back. You just kind of have to roll with the punches, I suppose. But you wouldn't clank as much. It's true. You're very loud.
3: It's just my personality.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) Uh...
4: The armor does help with being a shield, I would think.
2: Yeah, if that's what you want. Because me and Theotho are definitely a bit more... um, I'm going to stand back here and just do my thing from 30 feet away. Uh, (laughs) I'm fine with my role. It's fine. I accept this. I know my strengths. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's where we would like to be if we have to come with you. Mm. Unless we don't have to, in which case I am happy to stay right here. And his friend kind of sitting next to him kind of nods and goes, yeah, we'll stay here.
1: All right, then we'll try to barricade yourselves in and I hope that something doesn't get down here when we're not here to help you.
0: He kind of looks around and you see him kind of get up, begin sifting through some piles of various boxes and whatnot. And he pulls out a new board that's cut in a similar, like, size to the one that he used to block the door before. And just be like, huh, I thought we had a couple spares. I think we'll be okay.
1: Uh, all right. <laughs> David's going to climb up the rope that he put down.
2: Nobody else has any questions or anything?
1: Uh, that's typically your area of expertise.
2: <laughs> right. Okay, I'll climb up the ladder. <laughs> You head up the ladder.
0: Velthu, Rubo, anything else you guys want to do?
3: Yeah, can I look around this room? I have my little torchlight on my dagger. I want to look to see where those rats went and just look for, like, anything of interest down here in the cellar.
0: All right, make a quick investigation check. Sweet.
3: My investigation is not super good. Plus one, so that is a 17.
0: Alrighty, you start looking around for the rats. They're kind of long gone, but you do see like a couple holes in the walls where they could very easily have come from.
3: Does it look like there's any more to the cellar that I'm not like finding kind of thing?
0: Not particularly. There's a bunch of like piled up supplies. There's another box of those whistles that the guy was talking about.
3: Oh, can I pocket a whistle?
0: You can indeed pocket a whistle.
3: I think I would try to do it sneakily so these guys don't see me do it.
0: Roll a stealth check for me, please. Or sleight of hand or stealth, whichever.
3: Uh, That's pretty dang good. That's a 17 plus uh, sleight of hands plus four. So it's a mm-hmm. 21 total.
0: All right. Yeah. They don't even bat an eye.
3: Cool. I do pocket that whistle, but there's nothing. Like, this room doesn't go anywhere else. I don't seem to find, like, any secret places that... Like these rats could have went off to just like basically into the walls?
0: No. It looks kind of like every building you've been in at some point or another has had like spots where rats or other other creatures of various types will live within like the walls or in a basement or something. This kind of just seems to be where they've kind of settled and they've sort of built a network of tunnels through where they're able
3: Okay. I'll just pocket that whistle then and then uh, return to the ladder to come up.
0: Okay. Uh, Thelthu, anything you want to do before you head up?
4: I don't know. Can I maybe, it's me, slightly retroactive, but can I just make an insight to check to see if these two guys really are scared and have been telling the truth?
0: Sure. Go ahead and roll me an insight check. Thank
4: you. Um, it's not 20, so 25.
2: Oh, ooh, baby.
3: Hell yeah.
0: Uh yeah, you you take one look back at these guys and you can tell that they've they've been sitting down here shaking this entire time. They're honestly still crammed in the corner that you found them in. They haven't moved at all. And while they're no longer shaking like they were previously, they seem they actually seem a little calmer now that you've said that you've dealt with the zombie threat and have started sort of like asking questions and seeming a bit more capable. But they seem kind of focused at this point. Like the one did get up to... He got up to grab the new replacement board for the one that Chatwin broke. Other than that, nothing shifty. Okay. Just two scared dudes.
4: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, then... Waiting
0: out the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> I guess.
4: <laughs> then yeah, he'll climb up the ladder and just say to him, the one guy who has the board, are you able to take that down from the inside easily?
0: He kind of looks up at the door. There were slots that you could fit it into. I think they're broken, so I may have to find some nails or something. I could tie it with rope, too.
2: Sorry. It's fine. It was a lot weak. it, it It looked heavier than it actually was.
0: Well,
4: as long as you do not trap yourselves down here.
0: We'll do our best. And he kind of
2: points to the opposite
0: side of the cellar, and you can kind of see there's another identical door on the opposite side. Worst comes to worst, we can always go out the other door. Oh,
4: fair enough.
2: I'll put a bench over this door, then.
4: I'll just not say anything more and climb up what everyone else
2: That'd be great, thanks! I push a bench over the door after it's closed.
0: Alright, and as you go to work pushing this bench over the door, that is where we will leave it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen.
2: I thought we were going to have to fight a bunch of plague rats.
1: Chatwin's being a little bitch, putting the fucking... (laughs) A bench over the door so they can't get out. That's
3: cruel. No, there's there's another door.
2: They have another. No,
3: it's
2: (laughs) they have another door.
3: To help them, I think.
2: Yeah, it's because I broke their lock, so I'm trying to make sure that door is secure. They have another door. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. If you liked what you listened to tonight, please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All Chronicles of Creath Pod, one word, lowercase. Whether you follow us on social media or not, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you had fun, and that we will see you next time when they climb up to the second floor of this monastery. See you soon, guys. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Adventure, here we come. Adventure. <laughs>